You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Hey, thanks for coming back for day four of 21 Days of Prayer. If you're new, thanks for joining us. It's such a privilege and honor to be able to spend this time with you. And I believe God's going to honor your investment. And let me just add, if you're near the Bellflower campus tonight, it's our unfinished rally, dinner 545, worship 630, going to be vision. I'm going to be there in person, and I can't wait to see you. So yesterday we talked about the power of prayer as we continue our journey. I want to look at the danger of being in proximity to God's divine power and how sometimes we can abuse prayer for our own personal agendas. For instance, in Luke chapter 9, there's an interesting example of the divine danger, the danger of divine power. And here's the scene. Jesus wants to travel from one region to another, but in order to do that, the most direct route, he has to go through some enemy territory. And so Jesus asked the enemy to allow him free passage through their territory to get to the other region, but his request is rejected. Well, a couple of the disciples, Jesus' followers, James and John, they were really miffed about that. And so here's what they did. Luke 9.54 says, when the disciples, James and John, saw this, they asked, Lord, do you want us to call fire down from heaven to destroy them? <laughs> They're saying, Lord, we've seen how you call on the Father's power to do all kinds of things. So how about we call on the power of prayer to rain down fire and brimstone from heaven just to eradicate these people who told you you couldn't pass through their region? Then we could have an express line. We could go right through. <laughs> they were asking for capital punishment for a little travel inconvenience. The next verse, Jesus says, says that Jesus turned and rebuked them. Paraphrase, Jesus said, that would be an abuse of the power of prayer. I didn't come to destroy lives, but to save them. You see, their proximity to the power of Jesus made them want to tap into his power for their own personal agendas. Friends, that's prayer abuse. Can I give you a modern day example of prayer abuse? Let's take a guy, we'll call him Henry. Henry's, let's say, a chronic overspender. He's got credit cards all backed up to their limits. He's tapped into a line of credit on his house that's maxed out. He's never had a budget. Henry drools over everything that shines, but sooner or later, it all catches up to him. And now lawsuits are pending. The creditors are calling. Bill collectors named Guido and Vinny are knocking at his door. And he's in real trouble. So Henry finally retreats to his bedroom, falls on his knees, and how does he pray? Oh God, I need a higher paying job. I need insight on lottery numbers. I need an inheritance. I need a windfall. I need a dramatic answer to this prayer in the form of cash. Oh God, please, please, please. Friends, I think that's prayer abuse. You know what would be a better prayer? What would be a a more God-honoring prayer? How about if Henry prayed, Oh God, help me to face the truth about myself. Something's broken inside of me that I'm trying to fix by buying stuff that shines and glitters. There's some kind of emptiness inside of me and I'm filling it with stuff in an inappropriate way. So God, help me to discern what's wrong with me. Help me to understand why I can't seem to live within my means and save money and give generously to your work and support the poor. God, give me the courage to take the steps I need to face this problem and to have victory over it. It's always a good prayer to pray, Lord, change me. 
Mold me into the man of God, the woman of God that you want me to be. Friends, isn't that a better prayer? Now do a little personal introspection for a moment in your life. And let me ask you, as you look back on your prayers, do you see any that might fall into the category of prayer abuse? Are your prayers more of a shopping list? Give me this. I want that. Bless me, Lord, I pray. Or is it, Lord, I want what you want. How many of our prayers sound like, oh God, fix this, fix that, instead of, Oh God, give me the courage to face what I need to face, the wisdom to learn what I need to learn and to grow through this so that I might grow in my faith. James 4.3 says, When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. Sometimes we don't receive because we're asking with the wrong motives. We're abusing the power of prayer because we're more concerned about having our pain and discomfort removed than in having God's will done. Well, God, today, I want to pray for all my friends listening to my voice right now who have some big needs that we might look about what's the wisest way to pray. And rather than praying for magical changes and intervention, may we Pray for the work that you want to do in us, the work that you want to do through us, the ways that you want to grow us and stretch us and mature us. And I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, don't forget this weekend on all the Eastside campuses, we're continuing in part two of our series on the Lord's Prayer during 21 Days of Prayer. Catch you tomorrow. You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. 